The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wajuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture. And pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Do you have a window in that room? I do, but it's facing the other way and the um, if I was to put my... my um, desk there we wouldn't be able to open the shutters oh right okay. i know i know and then i'd just get distracted i'd be like oh look it's a birdie <laughs> um but i find, <laughs> i love it you know it's true it's 100 percent. I, I, I need to have my a butterfly <laughs> i need to have my desk facing a window like um for some reason like mm. just the, the seeing the outside uh makes me feel less um claustrophobic yeah i i know what you mean like i do i always have them open so i can look over so it's pretty easy to look but um yeah i i found one that was beautiful but it was like a thousand dollars and i'm like what? i just like that's a really adult purchase and i just don't feel like i'm ready enough to to purchase a piece of art that is worth that much money i wish that i could do that kind of thing i would just buy a piece of art every weekend for fun if i had the money it was i'll have to show it to you it was like it's like clouds and the earth and you just look at it and you see different things all the time i bought that up because i always get lost in this painting that you're Uh, so but i need one that's like the other way around You know. We've only we've only ever really bought one actual like as far as art goes like mm. going to an art gallery and buying a bit of a bit of art. Um, but I thought you were going to say buying Peter's art. No, no, buy a bit of art. But the uh, it, it was pop culture art because it's a yeah. um, it's a French bulldog dressed as Captain America. So I love that so much, though. Yeah, no, it is, it is my my, fa- my favorite painting. Uh, we've got Cat's uh, uncle gave yes. us um, a uh, painting of his son playing guitar, um, and uh, it's yeah, that's it, probably my favorite one out of the mm- two. Yeah. Yeah, because it's a really interesting uh, painting. Because his style is very like splashy, kind of uh, swipey oils and yeah. stuff like that. And technical terms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but you look at that. That there is like a, a cityscape of Wellington. Uh, but you, I can oh. see that. Yeah, but you can't. I was like um, Sydney Opera House <laughs> with Sydney in the background. But yeah, no. but now you got to really like you know, if, if, once you kind of know it's with this this kind of artwork. It's like mm. when somebody tells you what it is, you go. Like, oh yeah, now I can yeah, see yeah. it. Like yeah. I like that thing. I like that like abstract art though. Mm. That's my thing. Yeah. So that's sort of what I'm looking for. Something that I can get lost in and you see different things in it all the time. Wasn't there a director who said that once the art leaves the artist, yeah. they don't have any say over what the person interprets? Who Pretty said much. that? Was that um, um I don't know. Oh, was it the director of Mulholland Drive? David Lynch. Yeah, I think he said that. He said that was not verbatim. That was just a paraphrased version. A lot of people have said that about either their films or their art. And um, it it is we're recording this. Okay, Suri, would you stop always recording everything I'm saying? (laughs) Um, We're recording this on Sunday the 12th. So um, a few of us have recently watched Hamilton and there's a scene at the end or the last, there's like a gasp at the end and it was something that was sort of improvised and now everyone wants to know what does the gasp mean? What does the gasp mean? It was just an actor who had short of breath 
and you just need it to free. <laughs> but it's everybody else has the everyone's got their own interpretation. So mm-hmm. every time someone asks Lin Manuel Miranda what's it about, he's like, Well, it's up to you. It's like Inception, the ending of Inception. Oh yeah. I, I reckon I, he was still in the dream. My myself. brother and I fight over that part of the film constantly. But anyway, I've been collecting um, movie posters. That's my thing at the moment. So that when I eventually do have a house, I can put all these great movie posters up. Nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Well, when I left, I used to work at a blockbuster. I collected some of those um, blockbuster things that they used to put around. Oh, awesome. So I've got three of those. Oh, Um, my gosh. And, of course, I've got my La Dolce Vita, which you you brought back for me from Italy. Yep. So that's framed and up. So I've got Moulin Rouge. Oh, my gosh, you've framed it already. It is. Yeah, I'll take a photo and send it to you. Yes, please do. I've got Moulin Rouge. Um, I recently bought a uh, picture of the Overlook Hotel, which is, of course, really shiny. That's wicked. Yeah, and then I've got a Frankenstein one. Of course. So I've got um, Victor Frankenstein with the monster's head next to him, so it's quite quite gothic. That's wicked. Yeah, so, um, I mean, you can't buy one all the time Mm. because they're expensive and you've got to frame them, so I'm just kind of Mm. buying one here and there, but eventually I'll have a little gallery. I've I've got some, but I can't frame them because they're all slightly different sizes, so if I've got them framed, I've got to kind of get them framed professionally so they look... Good. You can get them done with like a like a bit of a mat, yeah. so that then like that fills out the edge. Exactly. Mm. So there's a place in Rockingham. Um, it's I think it's called uh, Rockingham Framers or something. He's amazing. So there's your little free plug, um, <laughs> Gordon. But he's he's framed a few of my things, and like one in particular, which is the posters, the little tiny posters from 1926. I think they are because my great grandmother used to collect them out of the ah. newspaper. So there's three of them and because they're so old he's the way he's mounted them is to so that they're going to last and be taken care of and everything so i mean if you are going to get something like that it's nice to get it professionally done Mm. if you can afford to Mm. because it just you're able to pick the right frame and Mm. yeah i've I've got a lot of movie posters i I don't need any more movie posters (laughs) i I think but that being said, there is one movie poster I desperately want to get. Uh, not a real, not a real copy of it, because a real copy of it would be very, very expensive. But a uh, a, re- a reprint uh, of it, and that's the uh, Revenge of the Jedi poster. Mm. Because we've been, we've I've seen one. I don't know if it's an original or whether it's a like a. Uh, reprint, but I saw uh, at um, uh, Walt Disney World in Hollywood Studio they had a Revenge of the Jedi poster there, and I've seen on gold on the Goldbergs uh, that there, there's a um, Revenge of the Jedi poster in uh, probably the same poster yeah, <laughs> in in um, uh, Adam's room, and so yeah, I, I want to get a, a copy of a Re- Revenge of the Jedi because it's just a, a, an interesting it's iconic. yeah, mm. the, it's such an interesting story knowing that Return of the Jedi was originally called Revenge of the Jedi, but before it was released, George going, hang on, Tick, Jedi's mm. wouldn't seek revenge. It no. just is, it makes no sense. Yeah, interesting. We've got a return of the Jedi one, but we we haven't got it. We initially bought a frame for it from Ikea and it ended up, ended up being slightly the wrong size. Uh. And I specially ordered the poster think like because they said this it's a standard size and then we bought the Ikea thing and it doesn't fit. And it's like, well, that's great. So we've got to get yeah. that framed as well. But um it's not cheap. You need, that's what you need to find a friend or someone in your family who frames things because it's an expensive thing and if you've got someone who can do it, it it's really nice. But anyway. Oh, you can get Revenge of the Jedi posters uh, 
Uh, That's kind of sad. Pretty I cheaply. That, yeah. We, you can get, there's one here for $15.99, and there's another one here for $2,509. <laughs> I wonder which one's the original one. Sure. <laughs> They're just saying it's the original one. Yeah. So maybe not. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, the, the, yeah so some of the prices are like $27,000. So, Whoa. yeah, I'm assuming some are re- uh, reprints, some wow. of the originals. <laughs> really, really good poster, though. Like mm. the, the way it's. Um, Put together, but anyway, um, yeah, no, it's uh, I, I, I just, uh, I love, I just love that. It's, it's such a weird thing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's interesting how we all kind of collect little bits and pieces, but um, yeah, we're I all, think we're all nerds at heart, aren't we? We are, and I used to collect stuff all the time, and then I went through a phase of like just getting rid of everything because. I, I just didn't want to have all of these collectible stuff that like mm. I'm never going to look at it. So what's the point? So now I'm really anti-collecting things i'm mm. like really what what is it going to give me buying that what is what do i get out of it because i had all of the x-files mm. stuff all the dolls all the magazines all that sort of stuff and then i'm just like nah i'll i'll just i'll just come to lewis's house and, and buy <laughs> his stuff <laughs> I, I was because i'm actually going through and uh moving stuff on from my collection um and admittedly like some of it was just like you know toys and stuff i gave you know bryce a toy and uh he's got a, a lightsaber that's uh, sitting in my room that he'll get when he's uh, how old's he now? He'll be four, four. in a couple of months' time. Yeah, because it says like ages four and up. So yeah, I'm not uh, not going to be passing it on until he's like wow. uh, on the on the box. I think he'd be all right with it. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so exciting! I'm excited for that because he's he's got a lightsaber sword that he's like a cheap ten dollar thing mm. that he got at a fair. Mm. That's like plastic and it's kind of falling to pieces and Chris has already put duct tape on it because he's like, no, I can't. And Bryce, Chris is like, let's throw it out, mate. And he's like, no. So um, he will appreciate it when he gets it. Trust me. Yeah, he will, yeah. He'll love it. But, yeah, so it's all uh, you know, th- those kind of things. And uh, I'd uh, always said cause I got uh, the, their nieces and nephews and I was waiting for them to be old enough mm-hmm. to uh, get the on my unboxed action figures. And so I went through those uh, yesterday and, like, there was there was one one I had to keep, which was a, the Catwoman in the purple suit because that one it goes well with my statue of Catwoman in the purple suit. So I, I kept that one. <laughs> there, was, there was a couple of boxed uh, action figures as well. Mm. And I was just going, uh, there was, uh, some I couldn't part with well th- th- because they were freaking awesome. Like that, the sculpts on them were just too good. So I was like, no, 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 kids don't get that. I get to keep that. I'm sorry, sculpts. You mean sculpture? Sculpture, yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Just checking. And the um, but then there was one. It's not it's not a great sculpt or anything like that. But it's uh from WrestleMania 15 and it's of the Rock. And I just went, I c- it's you know mint in box, well, not mint in box. It's in the box and the the, the, the box is okay. But uh, but I was like, I cannot give away the future president of the united states <laughs> I, I seriously can't this will be worth money one day so i was like yeah the rock stays it's it's so funny that we talk about collecting things and um cecilia and i watched uh the booksellers mm. and i definitely at one point could have been one of those crazy collector persons people persons. <laughs> um and it's persons and it, of interest and it's, it is all like the thrill of finding it and looking at it because i've bought stuff um but i've never read it because <laughs> mm. I, I did go through that phase and I got stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, this is the so coolest thing, and I haven't read them. Yeah, I'm the same with books. I, I will buy books and then never read them, but looking at them in a bookcase is so there's something so really nice about that. And, like, I think that, yeah, you know, having a book 
you know, yeah, just a bookcase is great. So This yeah. is why I'm not allowed in bookstores anymore because <sighs> I buy stuff and I never get around to How reading it. good is Elizabeth's bookshops, though? I know. There's some treasures in there. I, I haven't been for a, a long time. There's still, there's still one in Fremantle, like in the, on the cafe strip. There's yes. one in Fremantle. I think, is there one in Perth? There's one in Perth, one and- in... Frio, and then is this one in Leaderville, or is that a different bookstore? No, that, that's different. There's a, and I think that's actually closed. It's gone. Yeah, you're oh, thinking of. Shame. Um, but they in in Frio, they've got a big warehouse one. Yeah. Warehouse type yes. place. Yeah. So I think that's where all of the books go to get examined, oh. and then they get farmed out. Yeah. But there's one in Sydney as well, Newton. Um, oh, so, there you go. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that until recently. So oh, a friend of mine used to work at a um, at Elizabeth, so yeah. she told me all about the warehouse and yeah. how she gets to sometimes kind of go through Sorry. things. Oh, oh I'm going to have to turn this off. Why does she do that all the time? She I wants to think, be involved. I don't think anything I say rem- remotely sounds like Siri. I just said it and she didn't like pick <laughs> yes, up on when it. when you say seriously. Seriously? Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, you don't understand anything. You're just useless you are. Um, I need to pee. Oh, <laughs> I don't mind that that's on the podcast. Let's you have a pee pause. Just, just keep talking to yourself. I don't think anyone needs to hear that. No. <laughs> you gone on a wee-wee break? <laughs> I did. Thank it's you not very much. Cut out. That's the problem. Well, I don't care. Nothing gets edited. <laughs> it's real life. That's what it is, real life. It's real life. It's called a giant coffee. Um, shall we jump into it uh, since since we've had our little yeah. mini break. Our mini break. It's like Bridget Jones mini break. Um, so you're listening to Tangent City here with uh, Lewis, Catherine, Cecilia and Rachel. And uh, we thought we'd play a little bit of a game today. And uh, I found a 30-day film challenge. So uh, we're going to have 30 episodes that you're going to have to listen to. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that'd be awful. We wouldn't do that to you. So, um, or would we? <laughs> well, I mean... We're going to find out, aren't we? Because we're going to start this and it's probably going to take longer than we thought. But um, we'll attempt to do it. We'll see how we go. So here's the first question, which I'm sure we've answered many times, but the first film you remember watching, um, and I think Mm. mine might be Bambi or Back to the Future. Interesting. I'm pretty sure the first movie that I remember going to the actual cinemas and seeing was Short Circuit. Mm Mm-hmm. Good choice. Well, it was my choice. Well, it wasn't your choice. <laughs> true, true. It was just what was out. Like, it was, you know, one theatre town. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> like you got to choose what you were going to go see. I think, well, the very first thing I remember seeing on a movie screen uh, was Lou Ferrigno's Incredible Hulk uh, pushing the car over the cliff in the opening credits of The Incredible Hulk. Mm. Um, so I I think it was – and that was in Port Hedland. So I, I think they were, like, screening one of the telly movies or something like that there. Uh, but as far as going to an actual indoor cinema, um, I'm not sure if it was a Herbie movie or Annie. Oh, so, and you don't have to be specific yeah. about, but that they are literally the only things I remember. You don't remember things like on TV, the first movie you saw on TV, or do you, Cecilia? I, I, I can't even tell you to it's be prob- honest. I mean, probably Lion- some horror that your dad made. <laughs> probably. Well, Lion King springs to mind only because it was so traumatic for me that I remember it. But I also 
always remember Terminator 2 because I was also traumatized by that scene with <laughs> Sarah Connor. So, I mean, those two I'm going to say is... Which which Sarah Connor scene was it? The, the one where she's at the park and she oh, has yeah, that vision yeah, of the yeah. nuclear... Yeah, that always gets me. So. Yeah. Well, they, they say you only remember things from childhood that um, stick in your mind because you connect an emotion to it. Mm. So that makes sense. Fear. <laughs> I literally connected fear <laughs> to that film. Whereas mine was, I, I think, excitement. I remember seeing Back to the Future in the cinemas in the in the city and I still remember driving home and being able to see out the window like all of the Christmas decorations mm-hmm. were starting uh, get getting put up. Was that Cinema City? Yeah, I think yeah. so. So I, that's why I remember that. And Bambi I remember because um, my cousin was annoying me through the whole movie. So, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so my an- an emotion there I guess is uh, annoyance. Yeah. I can't, like the uh- – Back to the Future, the thing I loved most about that, uh, the movie, was the way that at the end of it it would say, to be continued. Mm. I just... Don't think they did that when I saw it. They didn't know it was going to be a second one. So you think they added that into, like, the the, the video releases of it when they knew there was going to be a second one? Well, I mean, I don't know because I don't know how old I was when Mm. we saw that at the cinemas, but I just remember the car going, where we're going, we don't need roads. But I don't remember having the... But, I mean, I was probably, like, five or six when I Mm. saw it. So who who knows? Um, shall we go to the second question? Yes. A film that uh, that you like that starts with the first letter of your name. So um, that's. Ooh. I'm trying to think of what I have in my R selection at home. It's it's a weirdly specific question. Isn't I know. It? I'm going to quickly Google because um, what's, what's the parameters? So it has to start with your the first letter of your name. So. Uh, all I keep thinking of is Romy and Michelle and Romeo and Juliet, but mm. I don't think that they would classify themselves as, like, my favourite movie, like, a favourite that I love. But, I mean, Romy and Michelle is pretty damn good. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great film. I mean, that scene with <laughs> when they do the, the, the dance. dance. I mean, that's brilliant. Alan Cummings' face coming towards you on the oh, camera. Oh, my God. Always cracks me up. <sighs> um. When you guys file things, do you ignore the this? Yes. Yes. Excellent. So I'm going to use that rule for this <laughs> <laughs> and go straight to Kingsman. Mm. Ah, yeah. nice. That was what, one. That's where my brain went, actually, when I was like, what are the parameters? Well, you could choose Kingsman, and yeah. then you did. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like you read my mind. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm trying to think of- um, Things that start with the letter L? Yeah, just L films. It's, uh, it's, it's hard when you get something specific like that. Yeah. Um, X-Men, The Last Stand. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no. no. Um, Come it, on. It's ju- like Love Actually is an easy one. It is. Cause, cause I'm- Lo- loaded Weapon. Loaded weapon. What was loaded lethal weapon? Lethal weapon. weapon. <laughs> lethal weapon. weapon. No. <laughs> oh my god, what? I'm so tired. I know. Isn't loaded weapon like a parody of lethal weapon? Well, that's what I thought it was. Like the I'm Leslie sure it is. Nelson kind yeah. of. I know. No, that's not his name, is it? Yeah, yeah. Leslie yeah. Nielsen. Nielsen or Nelson? I always forget. Yeah. No, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, like, without if I find another one, I'll, I'll put. What it about in Lady there. Hawk? I have no idea what that is. Oh, like, that was like an old fantasy movie with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. It was huge at the time. Oh, yeah. I remember I could seeing do Labyrinth. As a child. Labyrinth. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's but a I, good probably, one. I probably watched Love Actually more than Labyrinth. Yeah. Though, so, so I think, you know, Love Actually is, is still, is still the, uh, the, the top of the list there. Um, 
Yeah, but I'd, I'd I'd have to say that that's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna lock in. Okay, lock and I'm assuming Eddie. I'm assuming for Cecilia that it's cats. Aye, <laughs> um, could be. No, um, oh, maybe maybe the cable guy. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. yeah, yeah, cable Good guy choice. or cabin fever even. Uh, you- oh no! I just realised. Does it, it, well if you can take away the? Can you take yeah. away Anne? No, yeah. no, no, that's not going to work either. No, it's fine. I, re- I retract what I said. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. So you just what was the first one you mentioned? The cable guy. So there's a song um that is a '90s song where a guy says that he's really funny, just like Cable Guy. And every time I hear it, I'm like. Cable Guy is super dark, and do you really want to, like, say, I'm like the Cable Guy? Because he's kind of creepy. He's a mm. psychopath, yeah. He's a complete psycho. I'm like, did this person even see Cable Guy? <laughs> <sighs> okay, so the film that has more than five words. Mine's Ooh. easy, The Assassination oh. of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. Yeah, I know what yours could be. <laughs> we had this conversation the other day, Lou. Uh, is it... Um- uh, and I'm not going to be able to say it, am I? It's it's the Harley Quinn film. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> the emancipation of Harley Quinn, but it's it's the, yeah, the fantabulous emancipation of the one of one Harley Quinn. Yes. Yeah. But there you it go. was that. But that wasn't the full title. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Wasn't it called? Oh, it was Birds of Prey, the fantabulous emancipation <laughs> of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's definitely over five yeah, five yeah. words then. Oh, this is a tough one because you've really got to think about this. Well, I mean, we can skip. We don't need to answer every question. No, I think it's. I mean, I mean you guys you have guys answered. Did well, so, yeah. so well, that's because I reckon it was just easier for us because we already had one in the bank. Mm. Five or more. Five or more. Um, I wonder if it could be like a like a Star seat. Wars: Return of the Sith. Oh. Revenge of the Sith. Or Revenge, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Revenge and Return are interchangeable in Star Wars world, so. (laughs) That's funny. So glad George finally got his revenge in there somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, Oh, there you go. And that that is a really good choice. I like that movie. A film with the number in the title, seven. (laughs) That's easy. (laughs) I feel like that's such a cop out. Is it really a good like? Well, it is it's a good a film. Good fi- it, it never. Well, it, it, it just- Apollo thirteen. Yeah. Oh, brilliant! It doesn't say pick a good film. It just says a <laughs> film with a number in the title. Um, I guess you have to. What was the? Was there? What was that movie? Was it Twelve Monkeys? Nine Monkeys? Twelve Big- Monkeys. Twelve Yeah, monkeys. that's Big true. Hero Six. Ah, uh, nice. uh, um, four weddings and a funeral. Oh, uh, nice. There we go. And that kind of like- slots in nicely with the Love Actually one, so well done there. <laughs> this is almost like a, a trivia challenge. Yeah, it, yeah, it does feel like that. Uh, a film where a character has a job you want. Oh, oh, geez, that's hard. I don't even know what job I want now. <laughs> a film where a character has a job you want. I, I did watch Capote. I rewatched Capote last night, you know, mm. with um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. So I'm just going to say Capote because I would like to one day be an actual published writer. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, With a job that you want, I would really like to be like a private investigator or a detective. So oh, I'm thinking so you've like, got lots of I've choices. I've got lots of choices. I'm thinking, what's a movie about a sommelier? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's um, a, bottle, a bottle shock, is it? Oh, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah, bottle yeah. shock would be a good one. Uh, that would be uh, that'd be good. What movies are about... Um, 
uh, theme parks. Oh, theme park yeah. movies on there. Um, there's Adventureland, yeah. I think it's called. It's not a great film. I yeah. think it's called Adventureland. Um, or, or like uh, the closest one is um, uh, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, <laughs> where, <laughs> where where they're going to Wally World. Wally but, World. But Wally World shut, and the only person working there is the security guy played by John Candy. Uh, so, so you yeah. want to be a security guy? <laughs> well, <laughs> at, a, at a at a part a a, a, a closed down human- theme park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, that's. Uh, what would you do at a theme park? What What would you Would you be a dressed up character? Would you be someone who's letting people onto the rides? I think they sound like exciting jobs, but I think in actual real life they wouldn't be. You'd just get so sick of other people's like kids and like stupid tourists. And, I I would, and vomit. I would like to be a plaid at uh, Disneyland or Disney World. See, now you need to explain what a plaid is. Okay, so the the plaids are like the upper echelons of the, the cast Disney members. cast members. They're the ones that they trust them to, like, you know, if there's a, a person who pays for the VIP treatment, so they get, like, escorted around the parks and escorted onto the rides and all that kind of stuff, it's a plaid who does that. Right. And so the plaid would be, you know... Uh, they fix things as well. Like, yeah, not fix things yeah. as in get a screwdriver out and fix things. But like, I'm a fixer. If you've got like a problem with your app or with your tickets oh, or with your fast yeah. passes, it's always a plaid that deals yeah. with it. They've, mm. they've got that sort of like that higher level mm. of access. So I would love to be because if you're a plaid and you're the tour guide plaid, you're basically you know experiencing that person's day uh, with them. So mm. you're going on all the rides with them. You're eating the food oh, with them. Right. That's you're cool. just and so so it's kind of like yeah, that's what that's what I would want to do. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and you'd ha- you've had to you would have some great stories at yeah. the end of the day, wouldn't you? Because some sometimes you'd have a horrible family, and sometimes mm. you'd have a really fun family. Mm. One day you might have some famous people. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know what I want to be. Yeah. I just want to be Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. I just want to be <laughs> Indiana Jones. I, well, that's pretty easy to answer then. Yeah. So an indie flick, but not the uh, Crystal Skull one. Not that one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you want to be, a barista? (laughs) Maybe you want to be a waitress and make pies all day. I keep on going to TV shows. That's the problem. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But do you know TV shows that they're so lazy when they they give people occupations? Like it's like teacher or like you know uh, lawyer, accountant, or mm. yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's always those those kind of kind of jobs. So it's very rarely guy who drives a garbage truck. You know, is that what you want to be? I'd love to be now. Like back in the day when I was a kid, and garbage men had to come and like pick up uh, actual garbage bin mm. and throw them in the back of the truck. That looked like a really hard job. It, yeah, my fr- my friend's dad was a garbage. Yeah. Uh, Garbo yeah. and you know relatively well paid job mm. actually and it's it's kind of a good job if you don't mind the smell because you don't have to deal with people mm. and I am um, I'll tell you a story off air <laughs> actually I was going <laughs> to say something but I'll um I'll wait for off air yeah, but th- these days being a garbage man is like cushy because it's like you just got to be I think the um uh what they do is you go, you go into a room right and there's a skill tester there and like if you can pick up the teddy bear and drop it in the hole then they give you the job because oh. that's pretty much what it is you just got to like you know, angle that thing and grab your bin and then dump it in so yeah nice easy job now don't even need to get out of your truck there you go. You must occasionally have think, to get your truck and, yeah. like, move it, like, if the bin's, like, blown over or something like that. Oh, I don't reckon they do. Or they just you leave, they it. leave it. Yeah. I've seen that a few times. No. Yeah. They, they deaths do. 
They definitely don't reverse back four metres to get you in <laughs> when you run out the front. I had to, like, because, like, where we live, it's a, at the end of a cul-de-sac, and I had to, like, run down the road while he did the other ones and stand about, you know, 20, 30 metres down yeah. the road with the bin. And he picked it up, but he, he wasn't going to back up. <laughs> no, they're probably, no way. they're probably not easy to back up. So have you thought of a job? Have or I thought of a job? Um, it, it's like one of those ones where, like, I have never wanted to be anything in particular. Yeah. But, like, I think – and that's why I kept on going to, like, probably more TV shows because I think um, I think probably having, like, a job in an advertising agency back – like, in those days, like, I don't know whether I'd necessarily want to do it now because I think there's too much analytics and stuff that go into advertising. Mm. But I think that, you know, I was thinking was about fresh. Mad Men and stuff like that. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, I don't well, like know. Like a lawyer, like, like yeah. Ellie McBeal or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether I ever would have wanted to have been a lawyer. No. no. I just like how they're like, sustain your honour. Or like, I object. Like, it's so <laughs> dramatic. Like, I just, anyway. <laughs> uh, a film, uh, whoops, uh, your favourite animated film. Ooh. So this is another difficult favorite. one. Because it's hard to pick a favourite. I'm enjoying Inside Out again. That's that's fun. Mm. Uh, and Toy Story. I think I'm just going to have to pick Toy Story because I, I, out of all the Pixar's, I think it might be my favourite and animated. Mm, yeah, I do like Frozen 2 quite a lot. <laughs> mm. So it's just favourite animated film? Yeah. I know Bryce's at the moment is uh, The Addams Family. Oh, really? <laughs> he won't me- let me return it to the library. I have to keep renewing it. I'm like, Oops. somebody else might want it, mate. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to like take it back to the library and let them deal with loss because that's a, a learning I know. situation. Uh, it is, yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you, Uncle Lewis. That's right. <laughs> that's why, why you got to buy him a puppy. Uh, <gasps> oh, <laughs> just take Robin home and just go. I brought you a puppy. Oh no, I'm mistaken. It's not yours. <laughs> no, no, no. I was thinking more Kingsman. <laughs> oh, no. Buy him a puppy. Now to graduate, you've got to kill the dog. Oh, so horrific. <laughs> But they do, do they deal with it so well in Kingsman. You've seen Kingsman, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Not that I remember much of it. No, I'll explain. I'll explain to you. I just remember the lady with the legs, the spiky that's, legs. That's King, oh, yeah. yeah, that was the first Kingsman, was it? Yeah, not yeah. the second one. Yeah, okay. Um, favorite animated uh, thing. Um, oh, I, usually it's the next, the last one I saw is my favorite. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Um, but actually, Princess and the Frog. Was the last animated one I saw. I really love that film. It was. Yeah. It was mm. nice, wasn't it? Mm. Because it was. Uh, it was the classic hand drawn animation as well. Mm. But uh, it doesn't feel like it's aged. Mm. It, it's not particularly old, though, is it? No, no. It's two thousand and eight. Mm. I think. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Which yeah. I f- I can't work out why it's only two thousand and eight because it feels like it I mean, feels that's a little only twelve bit, years old. It feels a little bit older, but yeah, mm. we enjoyed it, Lewis. Uh, Lewis, <laughs> Bryce, and I liked it. I'm going to say um, Aristocats for me. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, it's always a go-to for some reason. I watch it when I'm sick. I think it's because when I was a kid it made me feel better. So, like, oh. now when, I, when I'm when i unwell, I'll just watch it. I used to love Anastasia. The Oh, yeah. I don't know if it's – I don't think it's Disney. I think it's um a, a different – Oh, I, I, I can't remember enjoyed what that. it is. 
I Maybe watched that recently, a... weirdly enough. Oh, actually, I think it's a Fox animated film, mm. but so it's on Disney at the moment. I keep trying to get Bryce to watch it with me because I just loved the music from that. Mm. And plus John Cusack's in it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was and so Meg Ryan. Mm. Hmm. I mean, I'm kind of like you. It's it's hard to like. There's so many good animated ones, but I was really taken with Moana. Mm. I think the music uh, yeah. in particular was really good, and having that story of Maui and stuff like that was just yeah. It was pretty cool seeing that on the screen. I might have to take back mine and say Moana as well. <laughs> It's, I can't even remember what I said. I don't even know what I said. I'm, I'm, I'd say like, uh, you know, Princess of Frog. I really loved uh, Frozen One and Two. If I could have them as the as the two films together, uh, I'd, I'd just only, think, there can only be one. I know. <laughs> Fine, Highlander Actually. animated it is <laughs> until the sequel. And no, then that was the a TV one. show. The Highlander, yeah, 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 it was a TV show as well. Mm-hmm. No, not as well. There was never a movie animated. No, not oh, an animated yeah, true, yeah, film. Sorry. No, yeah. no. no. He, he, I was joking. Just, there, there, there is no animated Highlander. <laughs> there is. There was an animated Highlander cartoon. Was it? TV okay. series. Oh, fair enough. That's how I got into it. Oh, hmm. interesting. A film that you will never get tired of, Singing in the Rain and The Dish. Batman. Which is, which is interesting because the first, like, that was my, one of the first videos I Bought. So whenever I get a new TV or, or uh, player type thing, mm. the first thing that's played on it is Batman. Yay. And yet, like, when we had that discussion because, like, we might get a new TV soon and the, you were like, oh, yeah, what's the first thing that we should watch on it? And... <laughs> It wasn't that that you were well, suggesting. Well, it was. It was the dark. It was the dark oh. night, which so it's is still, a Batman. It's still film. a Batman. But cats, yeah. cats, right? It should be the Tim Burton Batman. Should yeah. be the one. Nine eighty nine. Tim Burton Batman should always be the first thing played on the TV. So, yeah, that's the tradition that you've had going back years. True. Yes. Yeah. It's quite that's right. So weird. Which is weird. Do. Which is weird though, because the very first VCR we we ever got, the first thing I watched on that, which obviously was pre eighty nine, uh, was Watership Down. But that would just be too oh, fucking film. depressing. How come that wasn't your favourite animated movie? <laughs> oh, I still haven't watched it. Oh, dear. I'm too scared. I feel like there's a question in this where that film could oh, possibly be the, the answer to. There probably is. <laughs> At some point. So oh. films you never get tired of. Oh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Oh, nice. Without a doubt. So many good comfort I food know. movies that you just can watch over and over and over again. Like, I think of Empire Records for you. Yeah, I think of Empire Records and then I think of, um, uh, what was the other one, uh, Love Actually. Mm. And then I also think, when I sort of think of like stuff that I can watch over and over and over again and never get sick of, Guardians of the Galaxies on the list. Mm. Uh, there's too many movies that I can just watch over and over. Oh, Lost in Translation. That's one mm. I've watched a fair yeah. few times as well. Guardians of the Galaxy, definitely, because I've had it on our at, at our house quite often recently, mm. and it's still good every time. Every time it's good. So And the music's just so catchy. It is. And, well, yeah. it's funny you should say the music because the next one is a film where you like the wait. soundtrack more. I haven't, I haven't said what I want. You said Batman. Yeah. What Did I say that? I thought, yes. oh, was that? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I thought that was a different Why, question. Why, do you have another? I thought it was a different question. Sorry. No. <laughs> um, so a film where you liked the soundtrack more than the movie. That's hard. I mean, more than the movie. I know. Ooh. See, I've, I've liked the soundtracks like the assassination one. 
I love that soundtrack, but I don't think I like it more than a movie. Oh, I, I definitely like the soundtrack to Marie Antoinette more than I like the film. Oh, okay. I, I, I nearly watched that again the other day. Yeah, the it's soundtrack is way better. I, I can listen to the soundtrack, but I wouldn't watch the movie again. <laughs> I think Moulin Rouge is a soundtrack I like, oh, but... It's a great movie. <laughs> no, I know I've everyone watched... disagrees with me. No, no. No, no. A lot of people I love quite it. Like it. I love it. I, I, love, I love Moulin Rouge, but I must admit... The soundtrack I, I love more because yeah, true point I suppose because I've I've mm. listened to it over and over and over again. Romeo and, yeah. and Juliet, that's bad. I listened to that album at at nauseum when it came out. Yeah, and the movie I probably have only watched a couple of times. That is true though. It's about another Baz Luhrmann film. Yeah, and that's true about Mulan Rouge though. Because when you do think about it, when you watch it, you watch it because you feel like listening to the music. That's like mm. when I not for the story. So yeah, that yeah. that is a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a really good pick, actually, mm. because quite often the soundtrack is just an enhancement for me. So, oh, you know mm. what? Uh, Vanilla Sky—that's another one. Oh, Great yeah. soundtrack. Oh, really? Did not really get into the movie. That's the Tom Hanks, Penelope mm. Cruz one. I've never watched it. Still, Cameron Crowe does some really good soundtracks because mm. I've listened to the uh, Almost Famous one a mm. lot. But I definitely like the music, the movie more than the soundtrack, so I can't pick that one. Oh, that um, podcast will be out shortly. They're doing a reunion special of um, of uh, almost famous. Almost famous. Sorry, I was just like I was going through because I had all these films on my list <laughs> that I was going to suggest, but I was just like, yeah, no. So almost famous. They're doing like a reunion cast reunion podcast. Oh, that's yeah, cool. It sounds really cool. I, I must admit that's one of the awesome things that have come out of uh, mm. the, the current worldwide situation mm. is these like the things that uh, Josh Gad's doing with yeah. the United Apart kind of thing and mm. or reunited apart. I think. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just uh, it's such nice to see these actors who uh, probably haven't seen each other for a very long time yeah. just reuniting uh, to, to talk about the film but i was really confused with the uh, the ghostbusters one that yeah. i was expecting rick, rick moranis to be on it because he yeah. he's in like the um prop culture episode for i think it's for ghostbusters mm. but he's not no honey i shrunk with kids he's in prop culture for that one and i just thought it was strange i, I would have thought he would come back for for um well it depends on people's availabilities maybe but he mm. has really stepped back quite a lot so i i didn't i didn't watch the full episode for honey i shrunk the mm. kids of that because it wasn't a movie i really was a big fan of so but he was in that was he he was yeah yeah oh, I, okay. I watched i watched it to see him because i haven't seen him in so long he's a bit of an enigma now yeah mm. he is mm. huh. maybe he's just not very tech savvy possibly possibly but he but he could shrink kids so he, <laughs> he, he must know how His to do some stuff could. <laughs> yeah. obviously and there's another film i think with five five yeah i shrunk the kids yeah. oh, oh nice. very good <laughs> should we move on to the next question yeah i think sorry oh. i married an axe murderer <laughs> wicked oh that was such a good movie i didn't watch that until i was like in my like probably mid to late teens mm. So good. My stepmom's an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, Don't tell I... mum the babysitter's baby, dead. Oh, my God. I was just That's... trying to remember that one. I was like, wait, what's that one about the babysitter? <laughs> That's definitely, <laughs> definitely what I was trying to think of. Um, a film uh... that you hate that everyone else liked, Gone Girl and The Prisoner. Did you like Gone Girl? No, no, no. It's a film oh. you hate that everyone else yes, liked. Yes, agreed. Mm, Gone agreed. Girl. Yep. Don't understand why people liked that film so yep, much. I agree. Never watched it. 
It was crap. Um, I, I, I've got to say, obviously, uh, yeah, um, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. That's mm. cheating, though. I don't think everyone liked that film. Uh. Oh, mm. okay. Um, I think it's well-known, but well I don't think it's necessarily well-regarded. Well, mm. yeah. I don't think everyone loves it. It's the same with Clockwork Orange. I mean, that's definitely a divisive film, so I couldn't really pick that one. But, yeah. Gone Girl, everyone seemed to go nuts about. Yeah. Oh, and Bohemian Rhapsody. I hate that freaking movie. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I know I'm definitely. I love the- that movie, so you're quite right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely in the minority yeah. there, and yeah. that's okay. Um, I didn't, like, hate, hate it, hate it, but I didn't get it, um, and that would be Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, I, yeah. I was kind of like, it's just a car chase for a couple of hours. It's like. I think yeah. that's why I, I liked it. I think it was highly overrated. Yeah. Highly yeah. overrated. I think yeah. the first time I saw it, I really got into it because it was so, uh, like, action packed and in your face, and, like, the guy playing the guitar on top of the. Um, Mm. Just everything was so over the top, and I think that's what I liked about it. But I don't know if I could go back and rewatch it and have the same feelings for it. So I get that. Sometimes things are great on the first mm. watch, like Magic Mike. I really thought that was fantastic, <laughs> yeah. and I tried to watch it again. I'm like, wow, this is such trash. <laughs> I don't think I've rewatched that. Um, what uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer? Oh yeah, yeah. We rewatched that and just went, what did we see in that movie? Like, I know, trash. <laughs> it, it was, wasn't it? But the first time I saw it, I admit I loved it to death. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And that's another one. Do you one think with- we're just like gazing into Zoe Deschanel's eyes, just <laughs> Maybe. going, oh, Zoe, you're and so wonderful. And then there's like that scene where they all Gordon- dance. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. can never say his name. But there's another example of an amazing soundtrack with a dodgy mm. movie. Yeah. A really good example, actually. Mm. Um, so a film that is personal to you. So I'm not too quite too sure where you want to go with that. Uh, a film that is personal to you. I don't uh, know if I get that I, question. For me, I would say um, The Omen only because it, it's a you film. You really relate to that- being deemed like. <laughs> no, no, it's, um, <laughs> it's a film that my dad and I bonded over. Oh, okay. And we were able to have a very interesting discussion about the film afterwards. So for oh. that reason, it's special to me. Oh, yeah. I get that. That's nice. <laughs> I like that. Even though it's a horror film, it's still, yeah, something that we you kind bonded of- bonded over. Yeah, we really, like, dissected it, kind of was like, you know what it, you know? <laughs> so, That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> so weird. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> It's a hard one, isn't it? For me, it'd be uh, Return of the Jedi because uh, it was, uh, you know, the first film where I had to experience uh, disappointment mm. uh, because we were in line to buy tickets to the film and they ran out of tickets just before we got to the uh, the oh, box office. Oh, no. So we had to come back at a later date and eventually we, we saw it. And I saw it with my parents and, you know, fell in love with the film and the Star Wars universe because it was the first Star Wars film I saw. Uh, and... Yeah, so it was great. And so we've continued that on. So with the new Star Wars that are coming out now, uh, I make sure I take my parents to go and see the new Star Wars. So mm. we've kind of got that going on. Yeah, mm. that's that's a good story, though, like mm. that, that experience of disappointment because mm. we all experience that. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's Did a you feel one. like it was a life lesson, Lewis? <laughs> it, it was. You <laughs> Do you can't, think your parents might have done it on purpose? You can't always get what you want, you know. <laughs> so let's teach you about disappointment today. Oh, but sometimes dear. you get what you need, so. Uh, you don't yeah. know how many times we say that to Brian. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's not even a joke. Oh, that's so cool. Oh. Um, the only thing I can really think of... Uh, is Tree of Life because I saw that 
not long after Jeff died. Oh. And the other one that sticks with me is Tully because, I, I mean, I definitely didn't have um, the like her level of uh, postnatal she had postnatal psychosis, I think. Oh. Uh, I definitely didn't have that. But I remember being pretty low after the birth of Bryce. So mm. I can, like, any any movie that show, depicts postnatal depression really kills me. Mm. So. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yours was lighthearted. Yours was lighthearted and mine's, like, mm, depressing. Well, I think that's, um, you know, personal to you, like, you know, that's, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that is personal to you, so that that is a choice. I would say also, like, anything with Will Ferrell for me because I used to watch that with my brother. (laughs) See, again, so light and fluffy. But then you like stand by me. I saw my first dead body on screen, and I was like seven. You can <laughs> delve deeper into that question, though. Cause you could really go into like you know films oh, yeah. that made you depressed, which mm. I think might even be a question on this. I think it might be. So actually. Maybe we'll leave it for that then. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I think is yours Bridgewater down. Bridgewater is that down. what it's called? Watership what, down. Watership, Watership down. down. No, I think I saw Lovely bridges falling. When I was a kid in high school, I, I'm just trying uh, in primary school. Sorry, um, I was probably actually thinking Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Because the first time I actually saw it, the only reason that I saw it was that one of Mum's colleagues, who's a really good friend of the family. Um, she had tickets for Moonlight Cinemas. It was when it was what was it called before it was Moonlight Cinemas? Sunset. Sunset Cinemas. Yes, and it was. Um, she gave them to us that day, and she said, "Look, it's only tonight." And we're like, "Oh, cool. What's on? Oh, Breakfast at Tiffany's." And so me and my sister went and watched it, and I've always loved that movie ever since. And so the first time I got to see it was in the outdoor cinemas. What? I've always loved that film, even though it is uh, racially insensitive. <laughs> There's so many movies that are racially yeah. and there's so many. That's another episode we could do where that's like a, yeah. movies that are really did not age well. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a nice story though because but it's like, a spare yeah. of, of like, the moment. I recognise what's in it, Lewis, but I can still like oh, the no, movie. no, no, no. I'm not. Jeepers. I'm not. I just. Yeah, I know, but why do you even need to say it? Because it's a horrible scene when he's when Mickey Rooney's in it. Yeah, I know yeah. it's horrible, and it's, it's like the, everyone's but- least mm. favorite part of the movie because it's so ridiculously over. Do you the reckon top. they could cut it out and it wouldn't? No, because the thing is, you can't censor things that were made o- that are of the time mm. because it shows you how far you've come. Like there's still mm. there's still movies that have been made like ten or twenty years ago that you thought were progressive, but like there was a scene from Legally Blonde, which I haven't seen for a long time, but part of her argument at the end was, oh, he knows a designer shoe, so he's gay. So, like, and it's, like, mm-hmm. you rewatch it now and you're like, oh, that makes me cringe. Yeah. And it was really not that long ago that that came out. So you have to understand. And she was trying to be so progressive I, in making that movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so you've, you've got to leave that stuff in because that's mm-hmm. how you see how things have changed and moved forward. It makes me wonder if they've got, like, a disclaimer on it yet, on, if it's on a streaming service. Um, I don't know because I know a lot of the Disney stuff oh, says sorry. culturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember exactly what they put, but it's a, it's good. I need to watch Bre- Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's again. Breakfast Audrey Hepburn, though. Mm-hmm. She's she's very I, I love See, her. See, my my favorite um, Audrey Hepburn film is Roman Holiday. Oh. I love that movie. Um, I do want to go for a walk dressed with a coffee and a croissant and just <laughs> look at jewelry. Like I've, I do want to do that. <laughs> I, I want to stick my hand in the mouth of truth and go like oh. oh. 
<laughs> what? Yeah, the um the mouth and you put it in like apparently if you've told a lie, is mm. that the thing? Or if you tell a lie when you've got your hand something in there. Something like that, it bites your hand yeah. off or something. That's but- in Bre- Brexit at Tiffany's. No, 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 no. I've moved on to Roman holiday. Right, okay, fine. I was like, what? That's like, if going, you were listening. Rome. Sorry, um, I think I brought it back yeah. to, with the croissant and coffee. Yeah. Oh, and, and okay. Sorry, I, that was my bad. Because I'm like, I don't remember that scene in wow, Roman holiday. Wow, who thunk it? We're all yeah. over the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Never would have expected that. So a film that you hate from your favourite genre. I don't even know what my favourite genre is. I know yours is horror, so there'd be plenty of movies that are terrible. Um, oh, see, I love horror, but I would say my f- I'm more of a drama. Ah. I like a good drama. That's a hard question to answer because I don't even know what my favourite genre is. Yeah. I would say drama probably as well. Mm. And then, I mean, you could list off a whole slew of films that are terrible. I like black comedy as well. Yeah, so there's so many different kinds of movies that I watch. If I was to like pigeonhole a series of movies, I'd go with the MCU and mm. and oh, give choice. an honourable mention to the movie that I don't consider to be part of the MCU, which is the Hulk. Yeah. The Incredible Hulk. No, there's nothing incredible about him. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's a pretty that's a pretty good pick. And Iron Man too. What? Mm. I know. I just can't get into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, know a lady. <laughs> um, I have to rewatch it. I, I, I would say, like, you know, uh, superhero films as a whole. Mm. Uh, and in that whole, I would like to put um, Dark Phoenix, uh, X Men: Last Stand, and Spider Man Three. <laughs> oh Flash God! Him. Here we here we go. Here's one. Uh, a film that put you in deep thoughts. Now, I'm, I've used Tully already, oh. so I'm going to say Atonement because at the end of that, um, you know, you find out that Bryony has written the book that she wished was the truth of what happened, but she knows that her, you know, can she, her words basically condemned the main character and, you know, they never got together in real life. And so she'd been living with that guilt her entire life. And I thought, wow, that's heavy. Slap in the face, that film, I tell you. So heavy. Great sex scene against the books, though. (laughs) (laughs) Have we seen Atonement or am I confusing it with The Notebook? Um, Well, the Atonement has, like... uh, Keira Knightley? Yeah, Yeah. and James McAvoy. And uh, he goes to World War II, yeah, because he's at Dunkirk. I remember because they're like do that huge long panning um, thing where they show oh. like the horses and everyone's waiting to be picked up. You've not seen Atonement. I don't oh, think I have. it's a really good film. Yeah. yeah, it's a gift. I mean, it's depressing, but it's so well done, and it's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it playing like a bad guy. Mm. And I saw it obviously way before Benedict Cumberbatch was like, you know, in everyone's house. <laughs> you can't get him out. <laughs> I asked him. Oh, Benedict. I'm like, how many cups of tea I, do you I, need? I actually don't let him leave. <laughs> <laughs> He's trapped here. What would you like for What would you like for uh, for breakfast, Benedict? Eggs again? <laughs> how would you like them done? Oh, you and your namesake. <laughs> I can't. Are you going to make the um the hollandaise sauce from scratch? Yeah. Well, you've got to really you're making eggs bandit for Benedict Cumberbatch. You really have you've to. Got, you've got no choice. Going all out. Oh my goodness! Those little frozen butter cubes. 
Yeah, I thought deeply about that joke. Um, <laughs> Cracked me up. Yeah, now thinking about movies. Um, that puts you in deep thought. Oh, God. Um, I, think, I think like films that make me question reality and existence. Mm. Um, so uh, Inception... Um, and the, like the, the depths of getting into a dream state and those kind of things and, and what's real and what's a dreamer. I mean, I think for Cecilia that, because of you're being able to do the lucid, <laughs> lucid dreaming, dream, yeah. that must be something like you, you could relate to a lot more in that. Um, but then also the matrix, like the idea, cause sometimes you just like look at the world and just go, is this real life? You know, is or is this, this just fantasy? That's <laughs> <laughs> where I went to. Yeah. But, All right, the singing portion's done. Yeah, but I, I was just like, it is like sometimes you just go, this can't be real. Like it's just mm. too too coincidental that, uh, you know, certain things happen. You go, you know, is this, are we just like, you know, the, the virtual reality construct of some sort of, you know, weird alien overlord? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, that's, as I said, deep thought. Yeah. So, yeah. That's mm. a. Both of those are really good choices. Mm. Inception, mm. in particular. I yeah, it kind of does do your head in, mm. and it's such a great watch, like visually, mm. with all that bendy stuff. Mm. And, yeah, and yeah. all the uh, like the the scenes where everyone's like floating around in air and stuff. So wicked. Mm. Yeah, very cool. Um, I'm. I'd have to go with something like. Um, there was another movie, and I was trying to think what it was called, but um, Official Secrets. So that whole thing that makes you question not just, like, the persecution that that character – well, sorry, that person because it's based on a true story – went through um, and, like, how she wasn't afforded all the normal stuff that you would expect if you were accused of a crime. She was very lucky that she got the representation that she got and everything. So, um, like, there's that aspect of it. But it's also that aspect of – people making those tough, tough decisions where they're breaking the rules but for a good reason. Mm. And how much do we not know? Yeah, well, yeah, there's that sort of side of it as well. But I I always find that um, sort of like um, intriguing where you've got – you know you're breaking a rule and like the – well, I'll say the character, but, like, the person didn't seem like a rule breaker. She seemed like someone that really followed the rules to the nth degree, but she made a really tough call on that moral ground that she needed to get that information out. Mm. Uh, I just I find that really sort of fascinating um, that people have to make those decisions and that they have to just like wear the punishment afterwards. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think that she had a particularly fun journey with that at mm. all. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. I would say A Hidden Life because it was Mm. about an Austrian farmer who kind of refused to, you know, fight for for Hitler in in the war. And I think that people who are German or Austrian get such a bad rap because Hitler was obviously – um, Austrian. Austrian. So, um, but, you know, he was was killed for, you know, not, you know – stooping down to those levels. So, I mean, that, that got me deep in thought. You should have been given an award. Yeah. And there's and plenty of those stories and you wonder stories. how many there yeah. are. Should have a statue erected of him. Yeah. That's the kind of guy you and want statues of. And I think there was of. heaps of people. And um, another one would be a ghost story because um, there's something very existential, semi-eternal kind of about that film. I don't know if you guys have seen it. but I, I know, think what, what does semi-eternal mean? I've never heard that. Um, like, 
everlasting. Oh, right. Yeah. And because there's that scene where he's a ghost and it goes back to the past and then into the future. So, it's kind of this idea that- He exists in all time? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's everlasting. Like, that's quite- fr- Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. So, mm. that got me really- Oh, God, thinking. now I want to watch that film again. And I, I, <laughs> I know. I, I, I need to- I don't know if it's still on SBS On Demand. I need to look for it. Um, so, I think we do two more questions and then we wrap up and uh, do a second episode because cool. we're probably- just up. about heading to the hour mark. <laughs> so, um, a film that gave you depression. Oh, I'm just going to say a ghost story then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Manhattan by the Sea. Uh, there's so many, but I yet I can't think of any. Watership Down. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. I, the but- Tully. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Sea Spot Run. Is that a film? What? <laughs> yeah. No, that's a kid's book. No, no. Um, <laughs> there is a film about a dog. And oh, Marley and me. Mm. Oh, yeah, no, Sea Spot Run is a film about. I don't know if it's the one I'm thinking of, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I saw Waves the other day and I reviewed it on the unscripted. Um, oh, that sounded harrowing. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and Waves was, oh my God. And that was the thing is like, I can see the film was, you know, well acted, you know, well directed. It was just, it looked good, but. So fucking depressing, mm. and, I, and I think just in the in the world we're living in today, where you, you want a bit more levity and maybe yeah. you just get a little bit out of the the crappiness of the world at the moment, mm. uh, they're just like, I don't know who to recommend the film to. Yeah, that's mm. the same with like Mystic River, like an amazing film, but I don't think I could rewatch that. It just is so depressing and harrowing. Mm. Mm. Green Mile. Green Mile. No, I love that film. Yeah, but it's so depressing. It is depressing. And then the a-hole who puts the not damp cloth on the guy and his head sets fire like it's full on. Yeah. Sounds lovely. (laughs) Please, what's a a light? Yeah, I've got a light question for the last one. That's why I'm finishing on the next one. Okay, cool. Um, I There's so many that you walk out of and you just feel a little bit sort of like. Down. Yeah. I'm trying to think. That Manchester by the Sea. That oh, was just... my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hated it. <laughs> so, that probably didn't help. But, um, yeah. I love that the film. Whole... And it's so depressing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like, uh, it's just so, it, I didn't hate it because it was depressing. I thought that it was just so, like, I think that, I think Casey Affleck might annoy me. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I understand why he would like it. It, it was yeah. just a little bit too like they were just the characters were a little bit too intense mm. and like some of it just made no sense whatsoever. It's just like oh, are you just being intense just for the the sake of being intense? I don't know. So, so the last one we are going to finish with a high and it's a film that makes you happy and I'm going to say Chef. I freaking love that movie and it makes me smile the whole way. Yeah. I'm going to second that motion. Um, it's, second like, so good that, that as soon as I found the TV series that um, John Favreau did with, oh, my goodness, what's the sh- um, chef's name? I, um, I can never remember his name. Um, oh, I'll have to look it up. But um, when they did that, I was just so excited and it's just and it's you just kind couldn't of, hide it? I just couldn't hide <laughs> it. And it's, you, and it's been connected to, to so many things because he was doing Mandalorian while he was doing – um, the chef show, um, it was uh, Roy Choi. There you go. Um, 
is the name of the chef. Um, but because he was doing Mandalorian, like they spent a whole lot of time out at Skywalker and you had people like Dave Filoni mm-hmm. um, was on it and just uh, – I just uh, it was incredible. It really was. It was so cool. I think the films that make, make me happy um, are the ones where the writers, directors and actors, um, you know uh, – uh, are really passionate about it, but also they come from a similar kind of geeky background to what I come from. So anything like from Kevin Smith, because it's 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 kind of like uh, when I'm watching those films, I feel like uh, Captain America in the Avengers, where somebody makes a, a Wizard of Oz reference, and he's mm. like, I, oh, get, I get that, that. reference, <laughs> yeah. And so so I was like, because before like you know Kevin Smith, there really wasn't anyone making, making films references. that were referencing stuff I liked. And so it was, it was awesome when, when he started doing that. And then, uh, down the track, you ended up with, you know, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright, um, you know, making films like, you know, Hot Fuzz, mm. which is a homage to the Buddy Cop film, uh, Shaun of the Dead, homage to the Romero, uh, and zombie films in general. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the, uh, World's End, where it was, you know, basically, you know, end of the world apocalyptic films. So it, it's, th- those kind of things make me happy when I watch it because, mm. I know that the people who made it are geeks like me. Yeah. I remember um, seeing Mary Poppins Returns and not really realising how deeply I must have loved Mary Poppins Mm. as a child Mm -hmm. because during that whole film I had a smile on my face from start to finish to the point where my face actually hurt when I left and – it's such a magical film, and I keep trying to get my son to watch it with me, but he won't. Um, he, won't watch, he won't watch Returns. He won't watch either of them. Oh. So I've tried to get him to watch both, but I think he's just too young mm. and he still wants animated stuff. But, yeah, I love Love that movie. I, I love the scene in in Mary Poppins Returns where the, she slides backwards into the bathtub. Here we go. And and when you you think like the, these days we're so jaded and you know cynical that we're just like oh they just did that through CGI. I was like no they did that through a slide. Hey. <laughs> and a lot of bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Detroit Rock City. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean I've just seen it a hundred billion times and every time I watch it I still love it and laugh and. And can we think of our favourite line? I think I think you and I might have the same two lines. That oh, what's mine? Um, oh, I've got a couple. Well, this is I know mine. What's yours? <clears throat> Dude, that's how a horror movie starts. Oh Dude, yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. the start of a porno. Yeah, definitely. There's another one, but the other one's really dirty. So I was like, that's that's the one. That's the one I like. Yeah. Nice. Well, on that note of happy joys, um, we've given you lots of options for movies to watch <laughs> yeah. later. Um, join us on Instagram, on Facebook, on our website, gentlemenofpopculture.com. We've got multiple podcasts. We've got Unscripted, The Film Show, Diz Down Under, Was Cast, um, and also Not Dead Yet, which is uh, possibly having a name change shortly. Oh. Have I named them all? I believe so. I think so. And if you do enjoy, of course, listening to uh, Tangent City or any other podcast on the General Pop Culture Network, if you could go and on your podcasting app and give us a, a review, mm. uh, possibly five stars, if you if you're in that way inclined, it would be very Share nice. Share the episodes with your friends. Yeah, it just just helps us get out there and you know, get a, a few more ears listening in. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture. <laughs>